Welcome to Connections. I'm Mike Tom. Colleen Hood is off today. Our guest today is Merv Peters. He's a Canadian financial expert and he has an interesting hypothesis on how people can experience more financial freedom and happiness in their lives by giving their money away. It's an interesting conversation. It also has to do a great deal with our spirituality, he says. We'll talk with Merv today in part two of our conversation. We talked a bit with uh, Brendan from Fresh Ground about teaching your kids how to be financially responsible as well. And I think if you want kids to not only be financially responsible, but spiritually responsible, like this is an important lesson to not only be teaching, but as Brendan said, we need to be modeling, right? And showing your kids how to give freely and generously. Yeah. I think as parents, we tend to think our children are learning how to manage their finances elsewhere. And that is just not the case, uh, that we – they're not learning it in school. They're not getting it in their churches or from the public per se. Uh, we as parents are the ones that need to be teaching our children responsible money management. And as you said, we need to model it for them and, and help them. And I think the interesting thing is our children are looking to us for that, even if we feel inadequate – but, yeah. we, but they, they are looking to us, and if we're not giving it to them, I'm not sure where they're getting it from. Yeah, who's going to teach them, right? Well, we know who's going to teach them, actually. Like, media and culture is going to teach them if we don't. Well, and there are billions and billions of dollars in marketing hmm. to us, and I think it is all, in a sense, with the intent both to adults and to our children to make us feel discontent. Yeah, never satisfied. Never satisfied. Mm. If only I had that, my life would be more fulfilled. Well, you mentioned your PlayStation. If only I had PlayStation 5, (laughs) then life would be good. And it's kind of like someone said, I didn't know I needed this until I saw the commercial. Yeah, right. And so I think there's a part of that. And that's why I think money has such an impact on our spiritual lives is because if I'm always dissatisfied, discontent, because I haven't got. Yeah. It's where do I find my contentment? Well, Christ asks us to be content in him, rest in him. What are some signs maybe that, you know, money is controlling our lives? I think if we're always stressed about finances, um, if we're uncomfortable or or don't donate, um, then we're, we're hanging on pretty tightly to it. When we when we look at how money is structured or how it should be structured when we get it from the world view I get my paycheck I probably have to pay my taxes and debts that's those are obligations they they won't let me get away with that <laughs> right but then once I've done that everything else is mine on living expenses so there's not going to be much left over for saving and probably nothing left to give mm. That's kind of the sequence, I think, the way the world looks at it. Whereas I think if you look at it from a biblical perspective, it would be, okay, the income comes to me. The first thing is my gift back to the Father. Yes. Then I, I still have, if there's debts, I need to reckon with them. I have to reckon with taxes. Then I should save. Because unless we save, we will always be indebted to someone else. My wife. And then at the end. Oops, sorry. What's left? Now I live with that. And I think if we can get that in order, it will free us from the grip of finances 
but it will also allow us to start accumulating some savings, some growth. Because unless we save money, there, there are no other options. We have to. My wife and I use the envelope method, and we I had it in alphabetical order at one point, and then maybe a couple years into our marriage, I made a change, and I pulled the tithe, the T envelope, in front of the A's, and I put it there, and then the other ministries that we support, and they always go first, right? Mm-hmm. And like you I don't know, just that mindset, that change of mindset totally freed us up. And I will we both graduated with master degrees debt-free as well, right? That is marvelous that you did that. And just something you said there, Mike, that that freed you up. And I think when you can look at it and say, this, this tithe, these donations are not, uh, yeah. I have to do them. It is, this is a privilege. Yeah. This is an honor that my father has asked me to do this because he is doing great things in our lives and in the world, and he wants to do greater things. And if we can look at your envelopes and say, this tithe, these donations, that is a privilege the creator of the universe has asked me yeah. to participate right. in what he's doing. Now I'll do the other stuff. Yeah. The fun stuff I've looked after. Really. Uh, do you find so many of us were caught up worrying about money all the time? Like, is it a heart issue or what is it? It's a heart issue and it's an also a total understanding. I was listening to something last night and it was like 40% of youth. Well, one of them was that they didn't understand uh, that credit cards were a form of borrowing. Yeah. No, they, I they didn't, had the same story. They had they no did, idea. They, they just gave uh, it to me. <laughs> they, they didn't understand that banks charge interest. Yeah. On, and there was, a, there was one of 40%. I can't remember what that one was now. So, yeah, we are sending. And the other thing is, like, Christians, the younger they go, the less this whole idea of giving is a part of yeah. their, their life. Yeah. And, again, as in this course that I'm taking, it says, if they haven't seen us as adults model it. Uh, another comment they made was I found interesting. They said, we often we'll kind of uh, mention, you know, this is a prayer person or the, the, this person, honor them as the, the, they have the discipline of prayer or of Bible reading or like that. Yeah. And they said, why do we never ever highlight this people has the discipline of giving, yeah. of giving generously and joyously yeah. so that we, oh, oh, yeah, that is a discipline of, that is a part that's of a the, great point. That's, yeah. that's a part of our faith. Yeah. God, God talks to us about money too. Yeah. Not just and like our, you said a lot. <laughs> not, not just our prayer life. Or. Now you're not saying that people shouldn't have nice big houses or things like that, but it's all about setting those priorities from God's perspective. We, we live in a side-by-side. Yeah. You know, I mean, we would like, we want to move. Yeah. That's our game plan. Yeah. But again, we've also said, uh, not if it's going to stress us out. Exactly, right. And hinder from what these other things. Yeah. Um, a friend of ours is just was considering retiring from hydro. So she was meeting with these financial people and they were sort of, they were sort of calculating, do you have enough money to do it? And yeah. they said, yeah, you know, and they said, and then here, this is, this is how much you're giving to charities. So, I mean, you could cut that out. Cut that and out. And you'd have more. <laughs> and she said, no, I can't. I mean, yeah. That's, but that's, that's kind of the world thinking, saving or giving is right at the end. If there happens to be something left over, I'll save and give. You know, as you've been going through this yourself, what's the biggest things you've learned about God and money and your faith? I'm starting to believe in my own life uh-huh. that if God can get a hold of my understanding of money, yeah. that will change my spiritual life. Yeah. Oh, big time, right? I think so. 
Oh, Merv, it just, I wish people could see you because you're so obviously passionate about helping people find freedom from the control of money and giving that control over to God instead. What a great conversation. Thank you so much, Merv. Uh, you can find out more about Merv, freshgroundfinancial.ca.